Hello, hello, and welcome back to Girl We Gotta Talk. I'm your host, Elena Jakes, and today I'm joined by my lovely roommate, Emily. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Super excited to be on. We have been talking about doing this episode for such a long time, and we came prepared. I have a full notes pad. Or, I'm sorry, Emily has a full notes pad. A full page and a half of red flags. And we're ready to share them with you. I have my notes app. Definitely not as like strenuous as what um, what I'm looking at across the table but I think we have really good <laughs> I mean, just like back in the day like 2000s without a phone like, <laughs> this is the old school red flag this is how you do it this is how you do it so we're gonna just like talk about some red flags that I think that we've learned through our years mm-hmm. of dating mm-hmm. relationships maybe even seeing red flags through other people's relationships and noticing those and then even red flags that we've noticed in ourselves or just like in other people. And then we'll end it off with just some fun icks. We Mm -hmm. asked you guys to send in your icks. We have a couple funny ones. And yeah, it's just going to be a fun little wine night. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like everyone always gets like, I don't know, when I was thinking of red flags and we were talking about this, we were like starting to think of like actual icks. Yeah. And we had to like separate the two. They're different. They are. Red flags are very okay. I think icks can be like deal breakers. Yes, for sure. But, but like you can work on icks. I feel like red those flags you can are fix. Kind of harder to fix. Like they're like your sign right then and there. Like you need to listen to it. One thousand percent. That's actually one of my red flags. Is like you can't really change somebody. You can't. No. So I think we just jump in. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna let you start with like I have some just like very simple ones to begin with that are just like hee hee funny, but like they are actual okay, red flags. Let's let's do those. So I, like I am turning 25 in a month. Let's just not talk about that one. Um, Elena still has a couple more months on. That. We're almost there. We're almost there. So one just like quick red flag I have, and we were talking about. I feel like phones is like its own category of red flags. If they communicate in the talking phase solely through Snapchat. No. 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 Especially at, like, our age now. Like, I get, like, younger. That was, like, a thing when Snapchat. And I get, like, occasionally, like, you're going to Snapchat. That's fine. But in situations where, like, they're fully hitting the Snapchat as the only way to communicate or their prime prime method. Well, literally one of mine was if they ask for your Snapchat, Snapchat before yes. they ask for your number. Yes. Red or flag. if they ask for your Instagram, which we talked to one of our guy friends, and he said that he asks for people's Instagrams, Instagrams when he's yeah. out at bars so he could, like... Maybe if that's, like, to revisit and be, like, was this girl, like, actually, like, cute? Do I yes. know her? Like, that kind of vibe, which, like, it's still, that's, like, a gray area for me. I've never, like, heard anyone be, like, actually, yes, I have. Hey, can you put your Instagram in? Yeah. I have gotten that. Yeah. But I think that that's less than, like. Snapchat, to me, just, like, is throwing it back to middle children. school. And it's just, like, immaturity at this point. If we're, like, in our mid-20s, then we're still hitting the Snapchat communication. And you just know that they're just not... They're just not developed. Developed. Okay. Which will be a main theme of today's episode. <laughs> okay, guys. So it is a wine night episode. Every time you hear the word develop, take Please a drink. <laughs> because that is the thing. Do you want to elaborate on what developed yeah. comes from? Yes. I, um, and this is going to go more so in like red flags within yourself. Um, developed, I have come to a revelation in the past couple months Yes, that there is not really like a good versus bad person. It's if they are developed and I'm trying to find like a better word than developed because that can be weird. But if they're like mature, I would say much, yeah, yes, mature, like very much mature and like working on themselves and like becoming better. And that's like kind of the theme of developed. Rather than like, oh, this person's good, this person's bad. Because like everyone 
is worthy. Everyone's like that type of right thing. But. I think yeah, like looking at someone and being able to decipher if they are on the path of growth mm-hmm. or if they're very like stagnant and like unaware of like what is going on or what they want to do in life or what or how to act and relate like yeah. just very like an immature mindset. Yes. That is not developed in yes. our in our um in terminology our today. Yes. In our definition. Perfect. No, in Snapchat, absolutely not. Um, not developed. Not, no. Uh, it, I want, I'm like, curious, like, how many relationships or situationships have started from Snapchat and oh. if why, if the success rate, I would love to see statistics mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. If, like, you started talking mm-hmm. to someone on Snapchat, how far did that go? And I feel like you can do both, obviously. But it's just, like, I've well, definitely I feel like been in can... situations where, like, it was primarily on, like, Snapchat first. And I was like, okay, and it never works out. Right. It never works out. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers to that. Um, okay, so I'll – should I read one now? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll just, I'm just going to – I don't know. There's no order here. I'll read the first one I wrote. Has more girlfriends than guy friends. This was something that I dealt with in one of my relationships yeah. where, like, I – came into a situation where, like, I obviously didn't know the guy as well, like, when we first started talking Mm -hmm. and, like, I'm getting to know him. And every circumstance, like, a girlfriend of his was brought up or, like, we ran into someone that was a girlfriend of his or, like, I would go to his Instagram. It would be comments. It was all All women. And, like, all of his photos were with his Mm -hmm. girlfriends. And I was like, this is very interesting. I've never dated somebody that had this like I just had all of the guys I've ever dated before or even talked to just was like a guy's guy like no one had this many girlfriends and I was like this is interesting and I kind of just like went with it and then it turned into something where I was starting to realize like he had feelings for some Mm -hmm. of them he used to date some of them he used to have things with some of like I've I had a situation like that too and I felt like they were seeking attention from them also and like almost validation by like having those relationships and it took me a very long time to get to that conclusion yeah but yes. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what that was, yeah. too. And it was something, too, where not a lot of guys enjoyed him either. Yeah. Like, he was just like someone him. that, like, girls were, like, flocked to. Like, I don't... It was just, like, his circle was women. And I think that he was definitely, like, boosted up in that kind to of have. environment. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's so great because all these girls are like, oh, my God, you're oh, so yeah. great. And, and, like, guys aren't, like, yo, you're the best. Like, you know, he had women also, just hyping him up. I feel like also in that situation, they are always there for that, like, girlfriend. Like, whenever anything's going, like, bad, they're like, oh, well, like, I need to be that person for them. And I'm like, that's completely great. Like, great friendship. But also, where's the boundary there? Yeah. And we were talking about that. It was like, how do you, like, all the girlfriends. Like, you know, we all have, like, a good amount of guy friends, like our group does. And then we have guy friends that have a lot of girlfriends. And we were talking about it um, with one of our guy friends. And we were like, it's all about the boundaries that you set. And that was one of my red flags is if they get very defensive, if you are in a relationship with someone and they get very defensive about the boundaries that you're trying to set, as long as they're, you know, reasonable boundaries with girlfriends, mm-hmm. take notice. Yes. Take notice of that. Like, because, like, I would start conversations and say, like, hey, like, it's kind of weird. Like, mm-hmm. every time I see you, you're with, like, at least three girls. Like, that's strange. Yeah. And it's, like, a very defensive response of, like, mm-hmm. well, you didn't you didn't know me before, and you didn't know them, and I've had a relationship with them for a long time, like, and it turns into, like, a defense thing. It's, like, are you trying to control my friends? It's, like, no, not, like, not I'm not controlling like, you in the I slightest. I want you to have these friendships, but... But there's gotta be, like, boundaries. respect for me, too, because yeah. I was, at least in this situation that we're talking about, like, I was getting comments from friends and people that I knew that said, hey, 
it's a little odd that he's walking around with all these girls. Like, don't you feel weird about that? And they were kind of putting that doubt in my head. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, at first I was fine with it because, like, I was just new to this relationship mm-hmm. and trying to be respectful of him and his friends. Yeah. Wait, should I be thinking about it? Like, what is he actually doing? And it was like everyone was looking to me to be like, isn't that disrespectful? Like, wake up. What are you doing? And I'm like, oh. And sometimes that outside perspective can really show a lot because you're so blind sometimes when you're in them. You just got to set the boundary. You do. You You have. And, and like, you have to set the boundary, like, initially. Initially. I agree. I think you should be very open about. Well, also, too, this is like, if you're having to set a lot of boundaries with Mm. the friends, Take notice of that as well, because I feel like that can be a red flag. Like, if you're really having to sit there and, like, bring up a bunch of stuff about, like, hey, this makes me feel uncomfortable, like, they're not even thinking about how it can make you feel in the first place, which I think is a big thing that if you're in a relationship, you should be thinking about how the other person could react and, or feel, obviously, their feelings. And, yeah. Yeah. Had some great times with that. Love that one. Love that one. (laughs) Love that one. Um, That was actually my next point, which is funny. Uh, another one with, oh, I said if they don't try to merge lives, like if Mm. they're only putting effort into their life, their friends, they expect you to be there and like hang out with their friends or they just don't even try to merge in general. That's a red flag. Like if they're not making an effort to be a part of your life and get to know the people that you're close to and they only care about themselves and like what's happening with them, red flag. They should, like... To me, like, I want to merge. Like, I bring... If we're going to be together as, like, a partnership, like, let's bring our lives together. Like, let's create relationships with people that, like, the other knows. Like, let's... Let's do that. Like, if I care about you, I also care about the people that you care about. Your people. And I want to know more about those relationships and, like, more of what those consist of. Because it just shows more about, like, who you are. And I don't know. I think it's very interesting if you... If they try to keep that very And, separate. like, I, I wonder where that comes from. Is yeah. that more of, like, a defense mechanism being, like, well, I don't want to be hurt, so I don't want to introduce you to everybody? Yeah. Because I know that there are people that do that, like, hey, I don't want to, like, introduce you to my friends until, like, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. But also, that could be, a like, obviously a red flag of, like, okay, this has been quite some time mm-hmm. we've been together. Why haven't you hung out with my friends? Why haven't I been mm-hmm. invited to, like, your things? What is the purpose of t- keeping everything separate if we're going to, like, have a future? Or also, like, why don't you want to be involved in my life? Like, right. why don't you want to, like, get to know more about me and, like, my relationships and, like, yeah. the people that I care about? And, like, that's a huge thing because, like, you can really understand somebody based off of their friends. And that was one of my red flags is um, just take notice of who they surround themselves with. Wow. What a great transition that yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. You really, really take um, take a take a big look. It's so interesting, too, because, like, in each stage, I'm trying to think about myself, like, in each stage of my life, I know that I've had certain friends that, like, came and went. Yeah. But overall, I feel like I've really had, like, a circle that, like, a consistent circle Mm -hmm. that's been around me. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think that they're a very good representation of, like, who I am as well. Because, like, it's so funny to me, too, because, like, obviously you were born into a family, but you pick your friends. Mm -hmm. So you're picking the people that, like, you really want to spend your life with, essentially, so it's interesting to notice, like, if you're dating somebody, like, who they they literally have chosen. Because friends are a big influence. And we all have friends yeah. that we may not, like, agree with wholeheartedly on all their decisions or, like, who they are. But, <laughs> but still, like, you're surrounding yourself with people constantly. So, like, even if you don't realize the influence that that has on your life, like, it does. Like, mm-hmm. wholeheartedly, like, you are being influenced by who you're around the most. So if they're not fantastic people 
and you're not, you know, making an effort to change that or maybe, like, try to, you know, encourage them to be better and you're just kind of being complacent in some friendships that, you know, like, aren't it. I don't know. I feel like it's a very, very big telltale sign of, like, who people hang out with Mm -hmm. and who they surround themselves with. Because it's so easy to be, like, influenced by, like, what's going on around you. And you don't even realize And you're, it's not, like, even, like, a conscious thing. You just do it, you know? Yeah. Interesting. That's Mm -hmm. a good one. I think that's a really good one. Um... All right, my next one was doesn't make you feel like you can be yourself 100% of the time. I think yes. this one yes. I really struggled with through my like dating history because I found myself like really molding to the person that like my significant other wanted to be with. So I would like do certain things that I knew that they would like, yeah. which like to an extent, obviously you're going to do in a relationship, like you want to make the other person happy, but like you can't you shouldn't change yourself for that so I I like in multiple circumstances have definitely put on a different not an entire persona but like not shown all of me Mm -hmm. and one of my relationships I did this a lot like I always just tried to like look put together looked like the best you know like I never was like sloppy no makeup Mm -hmm. like hair in a bun like I was just never like that around him which like kind of makes me sad because yeah I shouldn't care about what I look like, look like yeah. and they should love me but either something way about that was making you want to do that and yes. that's like the big the that's big the to, issue like I didn't I never felt like fully comfortable or fully like I could be myself around mm-hmm. them and so and I didn't even realize I was doing that that was the issue yeah. and my friend at the time was like when I started talking to my current boyfriend said I sent like this really like whack photo of myself like it looked ridiculous, honestly. Like, it was really bad. And I just Snapchatted it to him. And then my friend said, Alina, let me just... Can we just, like, time out for a second? Can we pause? Like, you would have never done that with your ex. Like, you would have never done that with your ex. And that's I was such like, an eye-opening thing when that's called out. I you was, realize it. I was like, wait, what? And she was like, Alina, like, you you obviously, like, really like him. And he really likes... Like, you feel so comfortable, don't you? Yeah, I was you like, should feel comfortable. I was like, what? Like, it was something that I wasn't even aware of. But mm-hmm. now I'm, like, so grateful that I can be, like, ridiculous and silly and, like, whoever yeah. around this person. Because that's what it should be. You should be able to be exactly. yourself. I feel like I so have found crazy. myself doing that, like, personality-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, I look back at some relationships, and, like, I mean, obviously, in the beginning, you're going to be nervous. Like, you're going to be nervous around, like, the friends and stuff. And I, like, I'm a quirky individual. Like, yeah. I'm not quiet, like, by any means. And I have found myself looking back and being like, wow, I was so subdued, personality-wise, when I was, like, around, like, this person and their friends, when I'm just not like that. Yeah. And I, like, take a, like, take a step back, and I look at that, and I'm like, why did I do that? Like, why do we, I mean, we because do that because not, we want approval and yeah. we want to feel good about ourselves and we want the relationship. And I think as women, we want, we always want it to work. Yeah. And we don't want to do anything wrong that could like jeopardize that. Right. But then like, I wasn't being authentic. Like I wasn't being like my authentic self and I didn't feel comfortable in those situations to be my authentic self. And it's yeah. like, damn, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Yeah. As yeah. we learn and we grow. And that's the whole point of it. Like you learn from it. And like in that moment when my friend said that, I was like, that was like a learning moment yeah. of like, okay. That's something to be aware of. Mm-hmm. And, like, then I really appreciated that I was able to be myself. Mm-hmm. And I, like, appreciated him more because of it. And yeah. it, like, brought us together. But, like, so interesting to think about. And something to definitely be aware of. Like, if you can't be of. your authentic self around someone, like, and check yourself. Be accountable of that. Yeah. Red flag. Immediately. Red flag. 
Oh, uh, okay. We talked about this. So this is more so I feel like if you've been in a relationship for a pretty substantial amount of time, like it's pretty serious. If your partner cannot speak to the future and puts it off and is super uncomfortable about it, red flag. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know we're all on different timelines and I know futures can freak a lot of people out. But if you have been in a committed relationship for a long enough time, the future should not be scary. It should also at least be like, it should at least come up in conversation like once or twice. Like depending on how long you've been together, it should, I mean, at this point, if you're dating that person for that long, it should at least come up. Yeah. And it shouldn't be like an avoided conversation. Right. Because I found myself in a situation where it was like an avoided conversation. I was like, oh, this is, this is definitely making me feel Mm -hmm. not great. Mm -hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the commitment. The, oh, the commitment. It's like, why? What are we? I mean, what are we dating for? But yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know if this is a red flag, but I um having talked to some of my friends who are talking to new people, and it's constantly like, okay, well, what's the timeline of when we should date versus when we shouldn't date? And I'm like, you know, everyone has a different timeline. Like, it's up to you, but it shouldn't be like where you're not considering your own feelings. You're only considering the other person, and you don't want to bring it up too early. Because you're scared it's going to, like, scare them away. No, it's right. a relationship's two people. So, like, you should be able to speak your feelings as well. But if you feel super scared and uncomfortable to have those conversations, yeah. and that's, like, in the talking stage. Like, this is, like, bringing up, like, hey, like, are we at least going in the general direction of dating or whatever you feel is comfortable for yourself? But that next step, like, if you feel like you can't have that conversation because you're so scared take a second recognize recognize is it the person or is it me and if it's the person that's not giving you the affirmation you need to be able to have that conversation red flag you red flag red flag yeah i think that's that's a really good one yeah it's kind of like a, a dual one like the it's one. tough too because like i feel like it's we're gonna go back to this a lot like at least for me and i think a lot of other women that i know we just want to I don't want to use the word please, but like, like, honestly, yeah, yeah, we just want to like please other people and make sure that other people feel comfortable in a lot of situations. And we don't do that for ourselves and we don't look at ourselves and say, well, what am I comfortable with? What do I actually want? You're thinking about them, yeah, which is fine. Think about them, but put your feelings on, on top of that. Like, because it's your life too. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this actually in like our other one night, um, well, actually, Ooh, you read... Throwback. Oh, okay, yeah, I can... I'll, I'll read this one, and you yeah. read one. You read a couple. I said, notice how they fight and talk to you during disagreements. hmm And if you constantly feel like you're being gaslighted or, you know, they're being very manipulative with their language, which sometimes when you're in it, you're very blind to what that it's is. It's hard to see the manipulation in that, yeah. But I do feel like a lot of girls have the intuition to know that something does feel off with, like, how they're treating you. Just mm-hmm. red flag if it's a lot of gaslighting and a lot of like defensiveness and not really trying to figure out the argument in a productive, healthy, two-sided way. Yeah, kind of going off of that. One of mine was shut. They shut down when you want to talk about how you feel, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's like the same thing. It's like how recognize how they're responding to you. So like if you're having a disagreement, like obviously approach that like calmly, but like yeah. see what he does or see what she does, like. Yeah. How are they acting about it? Are they, like, ready to listen to you? Are they ready to, like, are, are they ready to just, like, respond? Are yeah. they ready to just, like, hit you with a response? Or are they, like, actually genuinely curious to hear what you have to say? 
looking to fix something or change something Mm -hmm. or like just be like okay thanks I'll work on it or just be like thanks for letting me know like how are they answering you because I think there were so many times where I was like afraid to like speak up because I was like I don't know how they're gonna react or I didn't want to deal with it because I knew how they were gonna exactly react. you knew exactly how they were gonna respond to it and it was just gonna be red flag in circles if yeah, you're was- already thinking about how they're gonna <laughs> if you're already thinking about how they're gonna answer you red flag yeah red flag right there nope um that's a good one that's a good one I I wrote down um they always make you feel guilty for hanging mm-hmm. out with friends or doing things that you like and then making you feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. So, like, kind of a gaslighting situation where yeah. they're like, hey, oh, you have plans today? Well, that really sucks because I just was going to – I was hoping to hang out with you, but now I'm just going to hang out by myself, I guess. Yeah. And now you're like, well, uh, I made these plans, like, a month ago. Like, I – these are my, like, I really want to see these people. And, yeah. like, you start kind of, like, making excuses and backtracking being like, uh. Like, I feel bad now. Yeah. And now you're like, well, maybe I'll come, like, I'll come afterwards. Like, I'll come spend time. Maybe we can do them, like, tomorrow. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're, no, stop. He should, he or she should be happy that you're hanging out with mm-hmm. people. You should have a little bit of a separate life. Not a separate life. But, like, you should be able to but do what you doing want. Doing things that you, make you happy. And enjoy. Yeah. yeah. And they should be happy that you're happy at the end of the day. It doesn't matter what the situation is. And that should not be something that you feel guilty for no. regardless of what that is like if anything is making you happy and you cho- you choose to do that your significant other or your partner should not make you feel bad for that no it's so like frustrating too because like i there i so many situations i think when we're talking about this we're just thinking about like our obviously our personal experiences yeah. and it's frustrating that like we went through situations like this because i'm just like oh i just want to like shake my I know, younger my self, self and be, and like, be like, like what were you doing girl like you're better than this like yes. get out of that yes so I think it's just really important to like make sure that your significant other wants the best for you or mm-hmm. someone that you're dating wants the best for you and you're not feeling guilty for decisions or, that you're yeah. making. And it kind of goes back to like being interested in your life and making sure yeah. that they care about like your future, your goals, like your dreams. Like it's mm-hmm. not just like a, okay, well it's just us. Like you definitely want to have like independency and in, like in your relationships. Like, like you were saying, like, yeah. you want to do things that make you happy because overall if you're happy, then the relationship's going to be happy. Exactly. But, Finding balance with that. No, I agree. Um, let me see. I actually said don't ask questions about your life, but that kind of falls into that one. Let uh, – uh, I said – okay, so this kind of goes – there's a lot of these that can come into one, I guess, big one. If you keep having to have conversations about change mm. and there's no change. Yep, okay. Go and ahead. so you're always the one that has to ask for effort or, like – more emotions or like whatever on that spectrum like if you have to keep doing that because it's one thing like communicating with your partner and then it's the there's a completely other thing if you're just being the only one to communicate like you want dual communication in a relationship Mm -hmm. but if you're always the one that's having to ask for something yeah red flag I think it's important to obviously like communicate what you want a relationship yes Yes. and you 1000% should be doing that all the Mm -hmm. time but it's different when you're constantly asking for something that you're never getting. getting. Yes. And you're just like, I'm doing everything. I'm not getting this. Can you please do this? Can you please try to do this? Do you, you think that do you think that you can do this? This same conversation. And it's the same yeah. Over and over. Because it was like you said in the very beginning, like you can't change someone. Like mm-hmm. they have to make changes themselves. So it's kinda like you find yourself keep going in a circle. Then maybe like I don't know, it may just not be a compatible situation if that's what's happening and it may be like a miscommunication like maybe they're not fully understanding what you're asking for and you need to like show them or explain it better Mm -hmm. but 
if you're having the same conversation all the time, let's like reevaluate what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're finding yourself in that circle of like, this happens every day. Like I'm having this conversation every month. Like I'm not seeing change from it. Mine kind of similar to this was like them saying that they will change and not following through. So like constantly saying like, I'm going to do better for you. I'm going to do better for you. And like in that moment, you're like, oh, like the stress is gone. You're like, okay, like they do care. They do love me. Like they're going to change for me. Like I'm going to see change. And then days later, weeks later, whatever it is, like they kind of like revert back to their old self. And you're like, nothing is really like you're not putting in the effort. Like I need more from this. If someone is like saying they're going to change, like quite frankly, like people don't change. Mm -hmm. They can like work towards change and they can maybe grow and be more developed over time. But, like, a personality can't change. You can't change someone. And I think, like we've been saying, like, it's really hard to be in a relationship when you are constantly trying to please someone but also needing so much Much from them and they're not pleasing you. Yeah. Like, you, if you're not getting that in return, then you got to hit the road. Hit the road. Hit the road, Jack. Hit the road, Jack. Um, I have one. They are constantly negative or pessimistic yes. about things that you care about. Or in general, quite yes. frankly. Yes. If they're just like that in general. Um, I think there's a lot of situations where I found myself maybe talking about something that I liked, talking about something that I was like going to do that I was really excited about, even stuff that like I wanted to do in the future, and just like getting like a negative response of like, really? Why? And that is so triggering. Like, I want to just, like, throw up because that makes me feel so small. Yeah. And, like, the person that you're with should be, like, your... up. Like, the biggest hype man. hype man. Like, 1,000%. They should be so supportive of you. You Mm -hmm. should feel like you can literally accomplish anything because of the the other person is telling you that. You should never feel small or embarrassed or weird. Mm -hmm. Like, they should love your quirks. They should love what you want to do. Like... They should, like, encourage you, support you, and you should never be embarrassed about something that you enjoy at the end of the day. Yeah. And, like, that is just, like, oh, my God, the really thing, like, really triggers me. Oh, my God. It's so upsetting. Like, I can't even believe I let someone talk to me like that. Really? That's what you want to know? What's that? Really? What's happening? Like, really? Why do you look like that? I'm just kidding. Okay. Hit me with one. You have another one? I don't know. Do we want to transition in the red flags within yourself or key? Oh, let's do the red flags. Oh, uh, wait. Let me see if I have any. I think I covered all my I have one ones. actually really good one. Th- okay. Yeah. We can end with. Um, I... Uh, actually, I wonder if that one can go... I have another phone one. It's like, you know, we talked about Snapchat, but if they're very weird with their phone... Mm-hmm. I have been, been in some situations where the person was like would turn over the phone whenever I was around or if I went to go check the time would like grab their phone and freak out. We were talking about this yesterday. Yes. Yes. And I was like, what is going on? Like, why are you being so weird with your phone? And it, you know, turned out to be other things, but, um, well, that's why it's a red flag, (laughs) red flag, because if it's flipped over weird with their phone. Yeah. Um, we were talking about this yesterday and it is like someone was saying the phone's always flipped, like you said, Mm -hmm. and then like checking the time 
And if they can't, like, if if you tap the other person's phone to just, like, innocently, innocently just be like, what time is it? Like, click it. And they, like, go to grab it or try to pull back or be like, why are you doing that? And get defensive. Yeah. Uh, that Brightness is not. always on low. Brightness always on Always on, on the lowest. Red flag. Red flag. Why are they doing that? You know why, you they're, know doing why they're doing that. And you know why you they're know doing exactly that. You know exactly why they're doing that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, one of mine was, um, uh, you start thinking about just the good things and like you're avoiding all the, the bad, bad things. things like if it's such an up and down roller coaster and in your brain you're kind of like evaluating to yourself like okay what am I doing is this a good thing you start just remembering the good parts like yeah. you're not like you pushed that big fight you had two nights ago to the back of your head yes and you're not thinking about that you're like oh well they did this for me the other day so like that was really good and, like I think we're in a really good spot yeah if you have to weigh the pros and cons in a relationship and be like, oh, he did a really good thing today, but he did a bad thing yesterday, stop. What the hell is that? Or if when people are, you know, asking you about situations like that and you're like, oh, no, but he's always he always comes back and apologizes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. no. Why is he apologizing? Mm-hmm. Why did he need to apologize? Yeah. yeah, exactly. He shouldn't have had to come back and apologize. But, and then it's, like, repeated. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, he does this. That makes me feel this way. I've had that conversation, like, we were talking about. Yeah. But don't worry. Like, he he's always there. He's always, like, gonna apologize. He knows that he messed up. He's gonna change. Gonna and, like, change. He, he apologized, like, profusely. Yeah, he apologized. Like, we're good. We're fine. We had a conversation. We're good. We're fine. We had a conversation. No. Stop. Triggering. 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 <laughs> um, okay, let's dive into the red flags in yourself. Okay, so I am ready for this Okay, one. good. This is the one that I'm the most excited for. Okay, good. I think that these, like, please listen to these because I think that these are a little bit more important because this is yes. something that, like, you, you can, truly you can, can control. control. Yeah. Yep. And this has been, like, Elena can testify to this one. I have made the most progress with, like, this subject in particular in the past couple months than I have ever made in my entire life. And you would think, like, oh, you're yeah. turning 25. You've been in a lot of, like, relationships. You would have gotten to this point. No. It took me, like, a long time to get here. And you know what? That's fine. And that's fine. But it's a very important topic that I feel like we always put, like, red flags on other people. Mm-hmm. But we are so scared to take accountability within ourselves. Yep. And it's a hard thing to, like, think about and really dive into your emotions, which no one likes to do, but Mm -mm. you got to do it. You got to do it. And so the first thing I want to say is we call these red flags within yourself, but actually what I have come to realize, these can be some of your best qualities that you possess, but you do not utilize it correctly in your relationships. So it's detrimental and it ends up just hurting you in the worst possible ways wow and that took me a long time to realize and <laughs> that's some deep that's deep and that's deep that, that one I hit you i was gonna get deep with this yeah, one i'm ready um okay so my thing so like we call it red flags so just know like when that does happen when you feel yourself like doing this quality that you know it's like actually really great just check yourself and be like okay am i actually like using this in the best way possible or am I using it too much, too less? Like, let's figure this out. So, personal example. Elena's like, I don't, I don't know if I'm, I'm so ready, ready for this one. <laughs> like, I need more wine. I'm I know. Like, Should I go get it? it? Yeah, let's go get it. <laughs> okay, wait, I'm going to pause. Okay. So, a personal one for me is I have always... I always look for the potential in people and I can always see the potential in people. And like, that's one thing. Like everyone, I feel like a lot of girls like see potential, correct? 
Mm-hmm. My red flag within myself is I want that other person to see the potential in themselves so much so that that's like my entire goal. I'm like, I need you to see like how great you can be because I can see it. Ah. But actually, you end up living in a potential future that's not promised instead of the present reality of the situation. So instead of seeing like, hey, what are they bringing to the table? They're actually just bringing the bare minimum for me to keep wanting more. The bare minimum. The absolute bare minimum to keep me wanting more. Yep. So back to the developed conversation where it's like, what are we doing here? Like I am, I am sacrificing my feelings to put your feelings above mine to try to help you realize what you can be when I'm constantly working on myself to be the best possible person I can be. Mm-hmm. But are you actually doing that for you or am I doing it for you? Oh, usually I'm doing it for them. <laughs> usually. And usually, and, and typically, and I will um, say usually the long story short, <laughs> I'm doing it for them. Yeah. Um, no. And that is, wow. That mm-hmm. was like, what a good one that is. I think that that is so common with women, with women. When we so look common. at somebody and we say, okay, this person is probably like a six, not look wise, but just overall six. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can get them, if I do this, this, and this, I could get them to be this person yeah. and be like a 10 out of 10. Yeah. And I can help them. I will fix them. I will help them. I will fix them. I will help them to grow. Mm-hmm. And I will get them to the point that I need them to be for me. Yeah. What are you doing? Why does it? T- why are you looking at someone that is not ready for you and not what you're looking for? And what are they giving you? Are and they what are they going to give you? you in response? No. Do they care as much as you're caring? No. And like you can give someone glasses. You can literally hand them some glasses and be like, if you look through these, you will see all the answers to be the best person you can be. But if they don't make the choice to put those glasses on their face, they're never going to see it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're going to waste all your breath, all your time, all, all your energy. Yeah. And it's like, what is that doing except just depleting you when you can go and use that energy to either better yourself or, like, find a better relationship. It's hard, too, because, like, when you get to that point when you're, like, okay, I think that this person has great potential, you start living in this, like, false reality. And every sort of situation in your brain goes differently. Yeah. And I think for, like, I'm thinking of a couple people, like, that I've known that have done this. I mean, there's so many people that, like, have done this, including myself. But I'm thinking as, like, a, a friend of someone that's done this, I see how a situation goes. Yeah. But when they're telling me, I know that they're seeing that situation differently. And it's hard on the outside to be like... To watch. To watch it happen and say like, oh God, like they are just blind in this moment. Completely blind. Because they are excited for the future of what this person's going to be. And again, like I said, you're literally living in a future that is not promised. It's not, yeah. Because that person is not taking the steps. Usually, I will say usually, they're not ta- if you're in a situation like this... They're not actually taking those steps needed to get to that future. It's one thing the developed, if they're working on themselves and they're developing into, you know, a better, healthier version of themselves. Like, that's one thing. But take a step back. Check yourself. You know, Dana's words of advice. She said, are you actually doing the work for them or are they doing the work themselves? And that's like a huge red flag. And for me personally, 
everyone just in my business knows my life, but yep. literally the, the bigger Thanks everyone flag, for listening. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. The bigger <laughs> flag within myself is like, I usually will do a lot of the work for someone else or try to do the work for someone else and try to make them see what they could be. And I wonder what that comes from. Cause like every woman has like a little bit of that in them yeah. of like, I can fix and change this person. I don't know. It's so crazy because something that I've struggled with is like, I've been burned by it over and over again. And so I would constantly question, I'd be like, but wait, I'm like a good person. Like I'm actually really nice. Like, why does this keep happening to me? And it was because I was not utilizing it correctly. Mm -hmm. And I never realized that. I never realized that I was like overextending myself and like not checking myself and realizing these things. Instead, just kept like giving and giving and giving instead of actually receiving what I needed to like receive Yeah, from a developed human being. And therefore it was just like, here I am getting hurt in the process. Again and again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's such a good one. Yeah. That's such a good one. So from here on out, ask yourself those questions. Stop looking at the potential and look at the person in front of you. Look at the reality. Look yep. at the actual actions being, being what, given, taken, but I don't know what word I'm looking for. Yeah. There. Um, that was literally my first one is that you see potential in the other person and want to help or rescue them. So like enough said there, um, such a big one that like, I don't like a lot of people struggle with it. It's a lot of, yeah. Um, another one that I had was when you are talking to your friends about your significant other or the person that you're dating and you're only telling them the good stuff. And you know that you're leaving a ton out of a story or... Or you're not saying anything at all. You're not even bringing it Mm -hmm. up. You're not even talking about them to begin with. Um, Recognize how you talk about the person. Yes. A huge thing. Because I think it's like... If you are, number one, like embarrassed to tell your friends a story about maybe what happened, that's a red flag. Mm -hmm. And like think about like, okay... If these are my friends and I care about their opinions, then why am I hiding? Hiding things. Yeah. if you feel the need, like, I have a lot of friends that don't live in the area. If you find yourself not saying anything at all, I think you know what the conclusion of the relationship's going to be before it even happens. Mm. And recognize that. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, like, I mean, at the end of the day, you should do what makes you happy. But understand that the people in your life and the close people in your close life. people. They can see a lot. They can see everything. Yeah. And they know what's good for you. Yeah. And it's really, really hard to understand that when you're in something that maybe is not healthy. Yeah. But you really have to understand that they they, they want the best for you. They know when things are not good. And mm-hmm. they want to be there for you at the end exactly. of the day. Like, they if have you your have, best intentions. Like absolutely. If you have the right friends, which hopefully everyone does, like, they're never going to want something for you that's not the best. Right. They're never going to try to sabotage your life. That's what gets me, too, because sometimes I'm like, okay, what do you think we're doing? We're not, like, as a friend, we're not, like, saying, oh, we hate you and we want you to be miserable. Your friends are always looking out for you. They always want the best for you. Exactly. And I think, um, for me, it took me a really long time. I think at the end of the day, like, I did know that my friends knew what was right. But I struggled with that because I I was doing that I was hiding a lot of stuff and I didn't want to tell them everything and then ultimately like I just stopped talking about things because I knew how they were going to react what they were going to tell me and they're going to say Elena like you need to get out of this and I just I didn't didn't want to I didn't want to like come to that conversation I didn't want to do it and every single and (laughs) she's listening she's gonna no shout out Megan um (laughs) any fight I've and there's been two in my life about a boy with my like best friend 
she's always been right. Yep. Every single time. And in the moment, I was like, nope. You I know, know better. What, I know better. I know the situation better. I, I know, know the myself person better. Mm-hmm. 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 But actually, usually in those situations, you are just so confused with emotion. Well, you're just caught up in it and you have blinders on because yeah. like earlier, like we said, you see the potential in them. Mm-hmm. Number one, which everyone does. But also there's like care and there's emotion yeah, there and it's hard. It's like foggy for you. Which is normal. Everyone is like that. But that's why it's so important to, like, Mm -hmm. go to your friends and go to the people that you care about because I'm like, they see, they know. They see things you can't see. They see things you can't see. And it's, I mean, if you're hiding things, then, like, that tells you right there. And that's a red flag that you need to recognize in yourself and that maybe this is not the best relationship. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is not the best situation for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Such a big one. I'm going back to a red flag. But this just brought one up. If you're finding, like, your relationship is so complicated and hard to deal with, red flag. It's not supposed to be complicated. Take it, red flag. It, uh, the right relationship, and I had so many people tell me this, and I was like, yeah, sure. No. The right relationship, as I watch, like, Elena's relationship, like, I'm single here, but, like, Elena's in such, like, a, a good relationship, and it should be easy respectful like everything should flow like you're obviously gonna get in like certain things like have like those time periods but that's just another one that just that brought up it's not supposed to be the up and down kind of like what i was saying when you like weigh pros and cons it's not supposed to be the up and down down. roller coaster no it's supposed to be like pretty smooth like i mean if you get into little tips here and there that's like normal like you're a human yeah we all have like our bad days good days yeah it shouldn't be like constantly huge blowouts huge blowouts crying all (laughs) a lot of tears no tears actually number one (laughs) if a boy makes you cry in the first month go yes red take it literally from me leave literally leave if you are crying in the first month period get out period get out happy tears different happy tears is a different thing but like you know when they're actual tears like if you find yourself crying bye in the first month bye and that should be a standard and that should be a golden rule that should be a goal it is a golden rule. it is we're making it a golden rule put it on our walls yep specifically my wall but um (laughs) so like i mean it's tough because like you're like, on the outside perspective of, like, anyone else's situation, you're always, like, why are they still in it? Like, if they're so yeah. upset and, like, so, like, sad all the time, what are they doing? But it's so hard in the moment, and I understand that. But, like, I think it's so important to recognize. That's I why we're making yourself. this episode. Because yes. it's, like, there are just so many better things out there than this unhealthy, sad, toxic situation that you could be in. Recognize these red flags and like do better for yourself. Yeah. Like you just deserve better. Everyone deserves the best. I feel like we preach twenty four seven about setting boundaries in relationships, but we don't preach about setting boundaries within yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a huge topic that should be covered, especially in this part of life, because it's so important. Because like you know, you know yourself the best, but you can also be your worst enemy sometimes. Yeah. Absolutely. If you don't check yourself, take accountability for things that you know you can do, like you're going to find yourself in a cycle and constantly spinning and you're going to keep finding yourself in failed relationships and you're going to be like, why am I here? What is happening? And like, maybe it's not on you, but, and usually it depends on the situation. Uh Um, but, (laughs) but a lot of the times like figure out every, every failed relationship is a lesson learned. It's never a regret. It's a lesson learned. Like, figure out how you can apply that. And, I mean, we're going on a tangent now and, like, that type of situation. But it's always a lesson learned. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, hit me with your next one. 
I feel like forgiveness is another really big thing, being too forgiving. And I know we've talked about that a lot, but I don't know. I'm so bad at being mad at people. I'm like always, I've always been so mad. I'm the first one to break in any argument. It could be family. And I'm like getting an argument with my mom. I'm like, wait, I'm sorry. You're like, wait a minute. I don't want to do this. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just so awkward with that kind of stuff. I can't do it. But sometimes I think like you want to settle an argument. So you're the first one to give in. Because you don't want that tension anymore, rather Mm -hmm. than actually understanding that tension may be necessary because it's going to bring out like a larger issue that should be handled. So well said. Mm -hmm. I think too, for me, I am the same way. Like I would rather have peace. Yeah. Instead of, I would say this, the old me would have rather have peace in a relationship or a situation than confronting the issue. Mm -hmm. I'd rather just be like, okay, I forgive you. Like, let's move on. Like, I don't want to fight. I don't want to do this. Yeah. But that's the issue right there. You should Should. have a conversation. You should not necessarily fight. But if if it gets to a point where this is a fight, okay, Mm -hmm. evaluate what's going on in that fight. And I recently have always said, and this goes back to, like I said, like good person, bad person. I would have like a situation occur where someone was not treating me correctly. And I would like forgive them so easily because I'd be like, but they're a good person. That was always my response. I was like, yes, like this isn't okay, but they're a good person. Shout out therapy. Yeah. Therapist was like, what, what makes them a good person? Why are are they good? Like, what are you saying? Like, what does that mean? And I was like, wait a second. You're not wrong there. Like you are not wrong at all. Like actually that's not an excuse. Like everyone has to go through that whole journey, but there's not black and white. Like there's a lot of gray area in life. Recognize that understand that mm-hmm. and so I would always forgive people and be like oh but they're a good person but that's me knowing the potential of the good person they could be yep instead of how they're actually treating me in reality right how are you being treated yeah. why are they good and I guess for friendships and relationships mm. mm-hmm. so just like that's a big lesson that I think that like we all know that we all like weirdly know that but we don't apply it to our lives like we should we like just write things off sometimes because we're like oh but this person like actually is nice. It's like, great. Uh, like you can be nice sometimes, but also like if you're constantly in situations like not being, well, like validate your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, it's a, it's a, a weird, a weird thing to understand. Or I don't know. It was like a revelation for me. Cause I was like, wait a second, I'm forgiving people way too easily and just writing it off mm-hmm. instead of actually like being like, wait a second, this holds more weight than I'm giving it. And I think with that too, you don't want to be taken advantage of because mm-hmm. you're so forgiving. So, like, you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you just, you want the peace and you're just like, okay, but they're, you know, they're, they are good. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And then now you're being walked on and now you're being taken advantage of. And then that's a cycle. Always a cycle. And it just comes back all the time of like, why are you forgiving them so many times? And another red flag within yourself that I think is a big one for a lot of people is you always want to leave a good impression. Mm -hmm. Or you care about, like, how people perceive you and, like, think about you. And so sometimes instead of actually being like, wait, I don't want to handle this in, like, the polite, forgiving way that, like, I would normally do because I want you to think of me in this particular way, you end up getting hurt. And you you end up getting taken advantage of and getting stepped on. And Mm -hmm. it's not fun. Yeah. And so I think a lot of times, like, we think so much about how other people see us instead of actually thinking about how we feel and what, how other people should treat us. We're thinking about how people should see us instead of how people are treating us. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm really just like, yeah, this is really hitting. This is good. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking about my life. I'm just like, I'm just like really like, this is great. Do you um, I'm trying to think of like friendships of like people I know like going through. Do we want to move towards friendships? We can. Yeah. I feel like everything that, like, a big thing that Everything people, kind of applies. It's people kind of... People don't, and I know you've done a lot of, po- like, you've done several podcasts on this, and it's a very, like, enlightening subject, especially in the, like, age that we're in. Guys, what applies to your relationships also applies to your friendships. Mm-hmm. Like, don't give people, I don't know, I feel like so many times we, with friends, we're like, oh, whatever, whatever, they're our friends. And we know our friends really, really well. And it's easier to be vulnerable in that situation. But you have to set boundaries in friendships and relationships. There's got to be boundaries. There has to be. And, like, there's no, there's, like, cro- there's so much crossover in that. Like, these are still, r- friendships and relationships, they're all relationships. Mm-hmm. They're all people that you are surrounding yourself with, that, like, yeah. you are vulnerable with, that you care about. Like, treat them the same yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just thought of another one. Um, red flag within yourself is if you, we kind of talked about this, though, already. Like, you, you, you literally said this today. If you change your viewpoints on how you see things to match their viewpoints. Mm-hmm. And I think you, you elaborated very well today when you were talking about this. But I think that's a very big red flag that you should notice within yourself if you find yourself doing. Like, what someone else finds important are, like, their ideologies. If you start oh, changing yes. yours to match theirs and then completely just... Like, what you've said in the past of, like, what you care about, if you start changing it to what they care about. It's, like, weird when you get in a relationship, like, that first, like, couple months when you're in that weird honeymoon phase and, like, you're just so excited and happy. And then you start, I was saying, yeah, I was, like, you start molding into that person Mm because you're just, like, yes, so, you're so, like, you're with them all the time. You're just, like, so, like, um, I'm trying to think of the word, like, um... You're impressionable. So, yeah, you're so impressionable and you just want to like you're just constantly like with them. So then their ideologies turn into your ideologies whether or not those were yours to begin with. Yeah. So like you start having these weird like even even just saying things too. Mm-hmm. Like you start saying things how they say things and like you start really really liking something cuz like they like something or they have an opinion on something so now that's your opinion. Yeah. And you start becoming, like, you mold into, like, one person. And it's so interesting that, like, we do that. Yeah. And I don't know why. Because it's it's completely healthy to be this two separate people in one to relationship. Have your own views. yeah. And re- being respectful. And, like, obviously you want to have, sim- like, similar, um, what words? I, it was used for me a lot. Like, similar, um, damn. Morals? More, values. Values. Similar values. Like, you want to have similar values. But everyone's going to have, like, their individual things. Yeah. But when you find yourself, like, being like, oh, wait, you have, you have this. And, like, you can be influenced by others and be, like, change. And, like, that's And fine. actually enjoy those things and yeah. actually, like, be and like, okay, yeah, I do, yeah, I do like this now. Yeah, grow into something, for don't sure. Don't do it because, like, and I don't even know if but it's, it's like, very noticeable when it's done in an improper way rather than a healthy way. Yes. And I think that that's, like, a red flag within yourself. I also think, you like, you know what you're doing when you're doing it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like you are lying to yourself about the fact that you like that thing or Mm -hmm. that you feel that way. Yeah. I feel like a key takeaway for a lot of these is like some things like you may be blind to, but a lot of things I feel like a lot of people know that they're doing them. It's like, it's like the intuition within yourself. The gut feeling is such a real thing. It's not, I know it's so cliche, like trust your gut. Like, no, trust your gut. Your gut gut is like always right. Always right. It's, 
It's never been wrong. And you find yourself, I don't know. I feel like with a lot of these red flags within yourself and with other people, and maybe this is me speaking and projecting, like, from my own experience, I've always known, like, my intuition has always been like, hey, hey, I'm going to raise this flag. Will you notice it, please? And I'm like, huh, no. Go away, Um, flag. Yeah. But I find myself with certain things, like you said, like, not talking to friends about things, not talking to family about things, like, holding things in, like ignoring things like you you know what you're doing like you can see like your actions change because the flags are up and you're just bulldozing through them you're like we're gonna we're gonna run them over before we recognize them yep I think if you are changing as a person and you're Mm -hmm. recognizing that like and you know that you're just like not the same person that you were before you started seeing this person regardless if that's like your personality or just like things that you like like what we've said if anything about you is changing, reflect on that. Reflect. reflect on the changes. Think about who you were a week before you met this person and started seeing this person. And yeah. this person was like a serious part of your life. Think yeah. about that person. And then think about the person that you are now. If it's good change, like you've grown, like good things, you feel better things, about yourself, your self esteem is up, like you're smiling a lot, you're happy. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But if you are just like doing things day to day very, very differently and acting a lot different and you're looking at people in your life differently too, like if you're feeling like your friends are not people you want to go to all the time, weird, Weird. red flag. Red flag. If you feel like you're not talking about things a lot, weird, red flag. flag. If you feel like you're crying every night before bed. Red flag. (laughs) Especially if you weren't doing that before. A lot of times crying every weekend, red flag. It's fine if you cry a lot. That's fine. But if you weren't crying a lot before, red Red flag. flag ultimately you just have to recognize things you have to be like very very aware and cautious when you're getting into relationships or when you're Mm -hmm. meeting a new friend it doesn't matter what it is it's like you have to just you have to be yourself 100% of the time and if you're you're not and you notice it do something about it and I think it's it's important to point out that when you're constantly like trying to grow and be better you don't find yourself like you're able to have that intuition more so when you find yourself in a red flag situation. Whereas if you're not growing, if you're staying complacent, mm-hmm. it's easier to live in that red flag zone. It mm. is so easy. It seems like for some, like for me, like I just, I, I have that intuition. It bothers me so much. And I'm just like, wait, shit, Emily, like, you know what you're doing. Don't be dumb. You know what you're doing. I'm like, I look back, I'm like, what were you doing? What What was that? Yeah. But then it's like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people sometimes they just completely like ignore the red flags because you're staying complacent. And I feel like staying complacent and like not actually trying to better yourself. It's much easier to live in that red flag zone than it is. It's definitely easier to not confront things, but it's not also confront. like so detrimental. Like it oh, is, yeah. you are like, you have so much potential. Yeah. Think about all the potential that you have. Yeah. Why sit and stay in something that is not making you, you feel good, is yeah. not bettering you, is not helping you grow, is not like being reciprocated by your friends, like your friends aren't loving that situation either. Like think about why you're doing that and like why don't you want to – why don't you want to like and leave and why don't you want to grow? And I feel like a lot of people – are so comfortable and change is so scary and like actually genuinely looking within yourself like I'm saying like that's why I said I feel like no one talks about the red flags within yourself because Mm -hmm. no one wants to look within themselves and be like wait a second yeah I need to recognize these parts of me and again it could be amazing qualities that I have 
but why am I using them in a bad way? Like, what am I, why am I hurting myself with these qualities when they're actually fantastic qualities? I should never regret about myself. Yeah. But I feel like it's uncomfortable to actually sit with yourself, sit with those emotions, sit with these red flags, either outside in another person or within yourself. Like, it's very uncomfortable. And everyone, I feel like, is so good with comfortability, which is why a lot of people stay very complacent. Yeah. I think, though, change is supposed to be uncomfortable. It is. But change is so rewarding. It is. Like, think about you right now versus two years ago. Even a year ago. Even a couple months ago. Like, I was telling Elena, like, this, my old school journal method. I've had this since college. And I will sometimes go back and, like, reread things that I wrote, what, senior year of high school, even last year. And I'm like, Wow. The way all the pieces fit together because, like, I genuinely, like, want to become a better human being. You're like, yeah, that's nice. That's Mm -hmm. nice. I'm growing. It's so, like, exciting. It's it's exciting, yeah. To know that you're changing and growing in, like, a good, positive way is exciting. Like, there is such a good version of you out there. there, It's so fun to, like, go and chase that. Mm -hmm. Like, why not strive towards that like it's exciting and like yeah to be able to look back and see like oh wow that person was so different but like look who I am now how rewarding is that I feel like also with red flags usually like if you really take notice of them sometimes it may lead to like ending and no one ever wants to go through the ending because it sucks like I will be the first one to say like ending things with someone you care about sucks period yeah but why not spend more energy on yourself and you usually can become happier within yourself and spending all that energy on a red flag that's gonna never turn green Mm -hmm. like why are we doing that and it's hard i think that's what keeps people from Um, obviously making those changes but you have to really think about like your your life and like we are not guaranteed every Mm -hmm. i'm gonna get deep here for a minute do it We are not guaranteed every single day. You could wake up tomorrow and, like, you could lose someone tomorrow. You could not be here tomorrow. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Why not be the happiest that you can be? If you can be a part of that change to get to that happy place, why not do it? And I think so many people... Why sit in it? I feel like so many people think that they need someone else to be the happiest version of themselves. And they're not actually understanding that, like, you control your happiness hundred percent. You are the only person you will have for the rest of your life. It like all of you. So like, why not focus on yourself? If like someone is not bringing to the table, the full buffet and they're bringing you a breadcrumb and you are starving constantly, would you not rather make your own meal and be full? Emily, I have to go. <laughs> that was so good. That is the like, okay, we're done here. Like, that's it. That's all we need. <laughs> that is such a good analogy because why are you just going to stay starve. and You're just starve? Gonna starve. And I, I'm telling you, like, sometimes people may bring even a little appetizer, but Ooh. it's not enough. Mm. Again, it's the bare minimum to keep you wanting more food because you're so hungry. And it's like, why are we doing that to ourselves? Yeah. When you were fully capable of finding your own, your own food and your own nourishment. Mm-hmm. And I'm being real an analogy deep. And you know what? If you want I'm... a snack during the day, just you can get one. You can get but one. But don't rely on someone else to feed you if they're not going to be there and actually feed you. 1000%. Like, don't, don't do it. 
that is the biggest thing I think I've learned the last couple of years is that I am the only person that's going to make me happy regardless. Like I can be in a relationship and be happy in a relationship, but ultimately I am the one that makes me happy. Yeah. And that's just, I think like super powerful too, Mm -hmm. because like if you can really work on yourself and get yourself to that point where you're like, I actually like really enjoy myself, then like nothing else matters. You've done it. Like that's it. That's all you need. And if you're not there yet, just work on it. Like, just do things for you that you know that, like, are going to make you happy. Find things that, like, you can really work on and, like, work on them. And it's fine. It doesn't have to be this, like, gruesome thing of, like, oh, I have to change. Like, I have to do all this stuff. Like, no. One step at a time. One day at a time. Exactly. It's baby steps. It's focusing on yourself. And it's, you should never, ever, my mom says this, you should never, ever rely on a man to make you happy. And you should never, you should never depend on a man for anything Anything. in your life. My mom has always said that. Always. Ever. She's like, make sure you can take care of yourself. 1000%. Like you should just be able to provide for yourself, whether that's like happiness, Mm -hmm. if that's financially, if that, like everything. Yeah. You are the only person that you're living with for the rest of your life. Literally. So make sure that you can do it by yourself for the rest of your life, Mm -hmm. regardless of what situation that you're in. And when you start thinking about things in that mindset, it is so empowering. It is. is so When you start putting yourself first, as someone who I've, again, like I said, I always put other people before me, like when I actually recently have been like, no, I'm putting myself first. It is so empowering. And you're like, and isn't it fun? It's so fun. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, I'm going to live my life like how I need to live my life. Mm -hmm. And then you're also like, you're not taking on the emotional responsibility of other people, which is so, I feel like everyone deals with, especially like in relationships and friendships. Yep. As we know. Yep. You're taking on the emotional responsibility of yourself, which is how it should be. Mm Mm-hmm. You feel a lot lighter, too, when you're just focused on you and nothing else around you. Like, you don't need to be a jerk to other people, but you just need to set those boundaries, like Mm -hmm. we said earlier, of like, okay, well, if this isn't benefiting me as a person and I'm not happy in it, I'm just going to let it go. I'm going to let it out. It's, like, not going to be my problem. And you feel a lot lighter and you feel happier. Yeah. And that's the ultimate goal. Get out of – back to the analogy. Get out of my kitchen. Get out of my kitchen. Get out of my kitchen. I'm going to make my own food and I'm going to be full. And I'm going to be full and I'm going to have dessert. And dessert. And dessert for myself that I made. Absolutely. <laughs> and empowerment. Empowerment. Should we move on to the icks? Let's icks do are the icks. Let's the do the icks. My I'm ready. sent in some absolute hilarious ones and I cannot wait. I'm ready. So we also asked on my Instagram, a lot of you guys have sent in stuff. Oh my goodness. Um, so we have a lot to go through. We can just kind of like run through and just, yep. Yeah. I have my own icks. I definitely give people that are, they're probably like, wow, that's actually a red flag. Yeah. What are my icks for you guys? I'm nervous. Well, we talked about, I think we talked about this on the last wine night, my banana and mayo sandwich. Yes. So that's like my biggest, honestly, it's a red flag for a lot of I think that's your red flag for sure. I would like to try it though. And then now apparently no one had beanie weenies growing up and apparently What are beanie weenies? Okay. Hold on. Are those like the little like weenies in the roll, like a little pig in the bowl? No, it's a fully branded beanie weenie. Like we had. Wait, mini hot dogs thing? With like baked beans. I had those. I had those. Okay, everyone last night was like, I've never had a beanie weenie. I was like, I never heard the terminology beanie weenie. Small wieners, elevated dish, and that's all that. Emily texted us yesterday and says, I love small (laughs) wieners in a. What is it? I said, I feel like small wieners always elevate the dish. They always elevate the dish. And I was like, I literally like (laughs) threw myself off the couch. I was laughing so hard. Um, I used to have that, like, as a child. Yeah, and we would have, like, my mom would keep them if there was ever, because, like, I lived in North Carolina, so it's, like, hurricanes, and it was, like, if the power went out, like, we'd eat beanie that, weenies. You're, you're living off beanie weenies. Beanie weenies for, forever. Hell yeah. 
These are funny. Okay. Allison. <laughs> are you just calling the names yeah, out? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> she goes, asking you to Venmo them in the middle of dinner. <laughs> Please tell me that has not happened. Yes. Oh, my God. We also said men in flip-flops. Like, on the beach. I have. There's a lot of flip-flops in this one on Instagram. Like, um, on the beach, sure. If you're wearing flip-flops to any occasion but the beach or pool, you're done. Yeah. Um, this one says tank tops. Oh, let's talk about tank tops. Tank tops are a weird one for sure. I also feel like tank tops that like you ripped off. Okay. I saw this video the other day on TikTok. I'm going to die. This girl was like, okay, everyone knows like the gym rat, like the big buff guys where they ripped those sleeves off and you know, they ripped those sleeves off. She goes, this is my ick. Picture them cutting them on their knees with scissors, just cutting them like a craft. Just down and I'm just, done. I'm just out. trying to cut them the perfect ick. No. I, um, oh my God, no. no. So <laughs> this is a personal like inside one. Okay. <laughs> jeans. Not, okay. Listen, jeans. I'm very, I'm actually very passionate about this topic. Men's jeans can either be the biggest ick of my entire life or they can work for you in the best way possible. If you're hitting me, nothing, I am not against Walmart at all at all period because they have some great clothing but if you're hitting me with a like baggy boot cut light wash jean Mm -hmm. i can't do it and that's on me personally i don't know about other people that's fair i I can't do the the bad jean let me just say i think with a flip-flop too no no with a graphic tee no no um (laughs) cut off tank top bye (laughs) with a cut off tank top no um Overall, an ick is just like men's fashion, and like I yeah, can't. For sure. I wish that men dress themselves better. Yeah. Just overall, it's like just like an ask that I have. If you guys could work on that, work like on maybe that. like find a Pinterest board, mm-hmm. maybe like go on TikTok hashtag yeah. men's fashion. Look it up. Do your research. Figure it Stop out. Stop doing what you're doing. So I feel like actually every I'm, man like your clothes are trash. Something is trash. About look it. at the clo- look at your closet and think about Some- why those things are in there. I feel like I majored in fashion and like one of my biggest things that I always got from men was the fact that like men's fashion, honestly, like nothing has really changed. Like sometimes here and there you have a designer that throws something out, but the silhouettes, the styles, all of it has been so consistent and like all, like throughout the years. There like, aren't nothing really like is, any like, trends with exactly. men's fashion. Yeah. And if there are trends, there's very few that know the trends to be able to participate. Not that I would want them to for some of the trends, but it's just like, yeah, men's fashion. Interesting. Um, okay, there's a lot of, like, chewing with their mouth open, loud oh chewing. God. Yeah. I feel like I Doesn't close, like, doesn't finish chewing when they're talking. So, like, food in general, mm-hmm. like, that. I think, okay, so for me, I have this personal, like, phobia. I have, like, a couple phobias. I'll tell yeah. you them all if you really want to know. Yeah, I do. We have the same one. Belly buttons. Oh, no. My I other one is that I cannot, I have a weird thing with people chewing, like, only sometimes. It's, like, if I can hear... It only, like, pops up sometimes and, like, my whole body, like, tenses up. It's very strange. But, like, if I can hear the food in your mouth, even if it's closed, open or closed, honestly, I just, like, I cannot I be. It's a weird thing that I have. So, if you're just, like, really freaking gross when you eat or chew with your mouth open or any of that, like, get it together. Get it together. Like, you should have been taught that when you were three. Like, yeah. I don't. What are we doing? Um, I, yeah, that the- was, like, on here so many times. I feel like slurping, too, like, with soup. Like, let's eat it respectfully. Let's <laughs> eat respectfully. I, I just eat a lot of soup, so maybe that's just what I think. Oh, when you can hear their cars. <laughs> and then she said, 
Or they feel the need to prove their masculinity in any way possible. Rubbing the car. Yep. 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 Uh, Beanie weenies. I'll just say that. (laughs) In this group message, someone said jeans and then everyone was like, I'm confused. Are they not allowed to wear jeans at all? And I'm like, no, I completely understood what she was saying when she said jeans. Um, This one says rude to service workers. Yeah. And like, that's a big one for me too. Cause like, I'm someone that always, I think there's like a lot of girls that do this too, where like you can really tell who a person is based off of how they treat other people. Like waiters, people in stores, whatever that is. Such a big one. I think that's maybe more of a red flag, but like it's like definitely embarrassing and such an ick when like someone that you're with, regardless of this is like a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or just like a friend, if they treat someone like poorly in front of you, like at a restaurant, like if they snap at a waiter, I'm like, (gasps) Like, no, I hated that, that for you, Please and I hate that. that for me. Like, stop. No. I had one guy on a date. He had never had a banana. And I know that's weird. Like, not... It, okay, it's fine. It's fine. Maybe it's fine. No, I, that's strange. I thought it was a little weird. I that's was like, strange. what do you mean you never, ever even tried it? I was like, I get it if you've had a banana and you didn't like a banana. But he was like, I've literally never had a banana. Try it. And I was like... How was talk, I eat banana and mayo sandwiches as my favorite sandwich. Like, this is not going to work so out. So you didn't want a sandwich is what you're saying? I was like, interesting. <laughs> Um, okay. I just felt like that was odd. Like, if you don't like fruit, but, like, maybe try it. I'm dying at this one. This one says, I've gotten an ick from how a guy got out of a booth at a restaurant one time. I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> oh, my God. That's freaking great. Thank you for that. That's funny. That is funny. Okay, so, kind of similar. One of mine is, like, um... When they do, like, a little scurry in the crosswalk because, like, time's almost running out. And you and I were in an Uber one time and a guy did that. And I was like, Emily, no. I was like, stop. Why are you running? You don't need to run. Stop doing the run. Don't do that. It's like run, walk, but, like, you're trying to be cool, but you're you're trying to hurry up. Stop. It's okay. No, don't do that. I hate that. Also, just, like, don't run. I hate when people, like, run across the street when, like, you don't need to. Just, like, walk. You can walk. Be casual. Be cool. You're fine. I'm trying to think of other ones. Um, I'll tell you another one. My okay, so that one is a huge one for me. Yes. My other big one is when they struggle to get a waiter, a waiter's attention, or a bartender's attention. It is like the secondhand embarrassment that I have is unreal. Yes. Though if I am the one that's like, fine, I'll do it. Like I, I'll get it for them. I hate that for me and I hate that for you. Like, I, I no. just, the fact that I just got the waiter after I asked you if you could get the waiter, come on. We can't be doing that. If you can get the bartender after 15 minutes, like, I, I, I'm done. I'm getting a drink for someone else. Like, what? No. <laughs> Beside me. I'm getting a drink of my own. Yeah. Um, this one's, this one's funny. Anything about women's equality, modern dating when you split the check? A moment of silence. A moment of silence. <laughs> A fall with like, bitch, you don't care about women. You care about saving money. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is such an interesting topic. We got into a conversation about this actually yesterday with someone. And, um, okay. My stance is that I think if a guy asks a girl out on a date, first date specifically, the guy pays. Mm -hmm. In any situation... If a first date is prompted by that person, that person that asked out the other, yeah. you're paying. Yeah. If it's like a couple dates in 
And the girl's like, or whoever's like, hey, should we split this? Like, let me get it. And the guy or whoever else is like, no, I got it. And you're offering? Fine. That's great. But ultimately, you should be paying if you're asking someone else on on the first date or a date in general. No, I agree. And, like, the whole splitting thing really makes me uncomfortable. And I know that a lot of people that do, like, hinge dates or Mm -hmm. any dating app run into this where they're like, hey, let's split this because, like, we don't really know each other. This was just, like, a first little, like, date. No, dude, pay. Yeah. You prompted this whole thing. I got dressed. I did my makeup. I did my hair. I put shoes on and actual clothes on. I met you at this place that you asked me to come to. You're paying. Yeah. Like, and I'm so annoyed that people that, people that are like, well, like, it's, you, like, I think it's equality and women are equal and blah, 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 blah. For sure. But I also- agree women are equal, but the circumstances that you wanted this to happen, you prompted it. So pay. pay for it. And it's respectful. Like, it's so disrespectful to me. If I was asked out on a date and now I'm being asked to pay for it, no. And yeah. that's not, to me, that's not, like, a spoiled thing. That's not, like, oh, like, I like I think men, in, you know, should pay for everything. Like, not necessarily. But for this situation, yeah. Yeah. And I, I will fight till the day and I die on nice. that. And I will fight till the day I die. Um, another person said, pick, pick you up from a date blackout. I feel like, yeah, that's sure immediate, like. Oh, uh, that's a red flag. That's a. If they are drunk every single time they hang out with you. Ooh. Red, honestly, a red flag. Honestly, that's a red, a red flag. flag. If they feel like they have to drink every time, <laughs> red flag, red flag. If you can't soberly hang out with you, there's something emotional going on there. Let's figure or also it out. think about like the like think about okay, how do I phrase this like politely? If you are always having hookups when you're intoxicated, think about that one. Yeah. Oh, strictly, strictly. intoxicated and never sober. Okay, this one says the three-in-one shampoo body wash bullshit. Dude, I don't get men. I don't understand. Why do they have better skin than women and when they literally don't do anything? Is it because they're using less? Sometimes I think about that. I'm like, I also just feel like it's like the jeans. It's like jeans, number one, but also like there's something that like men have like with their, with their cells. I don't know. I feel like there's something that's like they just don't, they produce great glowing skin. Literally, yeah, I've dated, like, people, literally, they just have one bottle of body wash, and that is everything for them. And I'm like, how, what? The bar soap that just does it all, and, like, your skin glows, and I'm paying what I'm paying for my skin to be average? Like, I need conditioner. I have enough here for seven people. Like, I need conditioner. My, one of my really good friends was seeing a guy and went and, like, was, like, showering at his place, and... He didn't own body wash. He didn't own soap. He just had shampoo in his shower. Strictly shampoo. And she ended things. I mean, because, like, what is happening? She was like, uh, I can't. That's not for me. Because that's gross. And she even asked him about it. And she said, why don't you have soap? Like, that's freaking weird. Like, do you, were you out? Or you just, did you need to get, do you want me to go get you some more? He's like, no, I don't find it necessary. The shampoo runs down my body. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she said, quite frankly, no, thank you. I've got and left. Go. And, I've like, that go. was that. And ended that entire thing. I feel like an it can also be, like, boys' bathrooms for me. Because they can be absolutely disgusting. And, okay, Horrid. sometimes they can be great and sometimes they can be disgusting. But, like, 
So I am very aware of how much hair I shed. Like I could make four wigs in a span of a week yeah. with how much, like I'm a golden retriever, mm-hmm. but I understand that men, I feel like sometimes don't understand like the body hair that they lose. And when it's in the crevices of your bathroom, it really freaks me out yes. and it, it gives me, it always pain. has, it always has for me too. Boys bathrooms are so interesting. So me. interesting. It can either be great or it can be just not. I think a boys bathroom can really tell you everything you need to know. There's a girl that I was telling you about on TikTok who is, I think she's in college and she goes, she'll like have a hookup with a guy and then she secretly records his bathroom and she goes through his products and she basically tries to figure out if this guy is it based off of what's in his bathroom. Yeah. It's so funny. And she'll be like, okay, we got CeraVe morning and night. All that's right. impressive five Honestly, stars five stars five stars for sure next product mm, this is an old like i don't know and like if she sees like girl products in there absolutely not she'll never see him again because why the why do you have girls products is that because you have a new girl in here every day no because you have someone consistent because yeah. you're bringing yeah. your products if you're a consistent consistent person in their bathroom yes ma'am oh on their phone all the time when you're together God, I, oh that's my, a good one uh honestly that can be like i know that's an ick but that could be a red flag too yeah because if you're not interested enough in my life, in my company, and you are on your phone 24-7, that usually means that there's some awkwardness between us and, like, you shouldn't feel that awkward with whoever you're with. I think, too, it depends on what they're doing on their phone. But if they're mindlessly scrolling yeah. or just, like, texting their friends and just, like, messing around, like, that's, to me, that's, like, insulting. Yeah, like, it's disrespectful. Can you just, like, enjoy the time that we're trying to exactly. have right now? Like, I'm here in front of you. Pay attention to me. Like, why do you feel the need to be on your phone? And it's sometimes, like, I think it's, like, a, what's the phrase? Like, it's a go-to. because It's yeah, a yeah. habit. It's a it's habit. It's, like, a weird habit yeah. to just pull your phone out and, like, a in a blimp of, like, silence and be, like, okay, I'm on my yeah. phone. But if you're, like, really on a date or just, like, with your significant other, whoever you're dating be present in the moment like that's so rude like I that's actually one of mine too I'm like I'm glad this person said that because like that is I hate that's a huge thing for me that that's a huge thing for me like I'm very like a quality time person Mm -hmm. like if we are taking the time to like spend time together then like put the phone down where if it's like work or like very serious stuff like obviously I'm not gonna be a jerk about it but like ooh, stop oh this is interesting a guy who takes better photos on Instagram than me I would say that and, like, a guy that has, like, a better Instagram than you. Wait, we were talking about this yesterday, I feel like. I'm trying. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that is interesting. Like, if, okay, I'm trying to think, like, because someone brought this up yesterday at brunch. And she was like, if a she guy. Did. She said. If a guy has 500 likes, that's disgusting. You <laughs> sh- I, have more, I should have more likes than you. Kind of true. Like, because what guy is so active on Instagram? Like, that's a little weird, right? <sighs> yeah. It's weird. It's weird if you have, like, a ton of likes like that. I feel, yeah. Yeah. Like, you should have a worse Instagram than me. Like, because you're a guy. Also, how do you feel like, about, like, who they're following? Like, a bunch of, like, women and a bunch of, like... Yeah. Half-naked? Mm-hmm. Say it. Say it. Um, That's an ick for me, honestly. Um, It's kind of a red flag. I've looked for sure, 100%. I've had, <laughs> like, a really following... bad situation with this. But, um... If they're just... So if their feet, if you're hit, if you're like laying in bed together and they're hitting their Instagram and their for you page is literally just naked women, bikinis, bikinis, naked women, models, maybe take a second, maybe take a second and be like, interesting. Okay. It better be ESPN and that's it. it <laughs> and that's it. If there's any woman on your screen, no. I just, feel, yeah. I'm just I kidding. I just feel like that. Not as dramatic, but like, you know, kind of. I- Why are they following them? 
if they're in a relationship, why are you following other women? Mm-hmm. Why? What are you getting from those posts? Yeah. Why do you need to follow them? And, like, I think a response would, th- would be, like, why are you being crazy? Yes, it's always why are you being crazy. Don't be so dramatic about it. Like, but it's you're, like, you're I'm overreacting. Like, half-naked, like, men. No. I'm not. We're not. We're not. Most, most women are following women, to be yeah. honest. Um, no. Not being a friend of my close friends. Yes. Not being a fan of my close friends. Is that more of a red flag? That's kind of what I was saying. Like, I feel like if they're not fans of your close friends it's probably because they haven't made an effort yeah and if they're not making an effort to get to know your friends and like try because for me personally when I'm dating someone I want to be as accepting and open to their friends as I would hope he would be to mine and if they're not doing that in the beginning like why why yeah because it can go one or two ways. They're either, one, they just don't want to put an effort towards your life, or two, they're trying to, like, keep you away from them. Yeah. Yeah. And both are bad. And both, both are, are not bad. great options, you know? Both are bad options. Um, When they asked for my Snapchat, we already kind of talked about wow, that. Like, yeah. that's such an ick. No. Like, ew, are you five? Like, literally, we're not in middle school. Do you have a cell phone? Do you, would you like we my number? We text. And if you can't text me and figure... If you have to send me a photo of your face with, like, two words on it, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Also, it's just, like, so... It's just, like, that just show Like, you're showing your cards right there. Yeah. Because, like, how many Snapchats... How many girls are you sending that Snap to? Um, this one says bad hygiene. That's kind of interesting. Oh my God, no. I think that's a huge thing. I can't. I can't do it. That's kind of like the body wash thing. Like, yeah. he didn't even have body no. wash. Nor did he feel like he needed it. And that's weird. Like, let's be understanding of what we need. And, like, if you're not... <laughs> let's be aware of what we need, guys, okay? And we're not wearing deodorant. Let's figure that one out. If we're not showering, let's figure that one out. Let's figure it out. All right. I think we've, like... Um, okay, this one says one word, one word answered texts. Why do they do that? That is so infuriating. Especially if you're trying to have, like, oh, there were so many instances, like, in my dating history where I'd be, like, texting them, like, a paragraph of, like, either my day, a story, or, like, my feelings if we're, like, in a very mm-hmm. serious conversation, yeah. and then I get, like, okay. Yeah. Or, like, cool. Like a or, like, terrible fine. sentence. I'm like, I just put so much effort into that conversation, Honestly, and you're gonna give me one word honestly a terrible texter is an ick for me like if you can't keep up a conversation like i like pull some out like pull some random like i'll sometimes be like wow like have you ever thought about like having a raccoon as a pet like i don't care you like, ever had beanie something. weenies as a child exactly like just pull something out like if you like really like someone you're willing to figure out a conversation yes i i think that's a huge thing and for someone to also like say they're a bad texter and they don't respond right away or like they don't need to respond right away, but they don't respond, like, for, like, long periods of time. Okay, but, like, if we're there's doing this, like, you need to put effort in. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's something behind that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what what are you doing behind, between those two hours that you weren't responding to me? I also feel like, too, and this goes back to red flags, like, I feel like the, the like, playing games. Mm-hmm. Why are we playing games? Okay, so back when I was, like... A freshman in college, I think, freshman or sophomore in college. I remember sitting, we were, like, in the dining hall. This is, like, such a weird core memory, and I don't know why. But, like, we were sitting in the dining hall. I was, like, with a group of girls that were in a sorority. We were all hanging out, whatever. This girl was talking to this guy, and she was, like, really, really into him. He was really into her. And they had been talking for, like, two months. And so he Snapchatted her. And then 
she opened just she like opened snapchat she didn't open the actual snapchat itself she closed snapchat she went to her clock app she put a 40 minute timer on her phone yeah and i said what is that for what's that and she said I'm not answering him for 40 minutes. It's like, this is how the game goes. And I was like... Like, why is that a thing? And I but was like, it is a thing. It's a thing. And I was like, that is so weird. Also, like, I've never seen anyone time something like that. Like, I understand, like, sometimes you want to, like, like, give it a give minute. Give it a minute. But, like, actually set a whole timer on your phone. You're like, wow. I also feel like, how are you having a conversation when you're not responding for that long? Like, yeah. that's not really a conversation. That's, like, yeah. weird. And I feel like you go through, like, a process where you play the games enough where you're like, I'm not doing this. We're but too you, old for that yeah. at this point. Like, we're done. You're like, no, no, we're mm. not doing this it's if they initiate like that kind of like behavior Behavior. or like the games like like feeling like you don't want to be around that that's a weird vibe like he should be mature and just like want to be texting you and like hitting your line like that's weird if you genuinely are and i know there's so many things out there that say this and it's like it goes off like if he wanted to you would whatever but like if someone's genuinely interested, you're going to know they're genuine, like genuinely interested. And if you're having to guess, or if you're having to be like, okay, but he does this, but then why does he do this? Then he's not interested. Like, that's just a go. red flag. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, recognize what that means. Look into that behavior. Because, like, maybe in the beginning it's like, oh, they need to, like, figure themselves out. Sure, whatever. No. Like, actually genuinely understand the behavior. And if you're having to second guess a lot of things, if you're having to make excuses for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It, you already, you already know. We already know, girls. You know, you know. Your intuition knows. The gut is everything. It's and it, I'm telling you, it's way worth ending it before it starts than going eight months in and being like, shit. Here I am having to deal with a whole time wasted. Mm-hmm. Your time is the most precious thing you will ever have. So why waste it on something when your intuition already knows? And I know you want to give someone a chance, but like, take a second. Don't think about the potential future. Think about the reality. And there you go. And there we go. I think we ended there. And mic drop. And that was a mic drop. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what a good conversation. Okay, that was everything. Thank you so much for coming on. Dude, I love it. Like, I should we do, we do another? No, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of thinking more? we do like green flags. We could I think do green like. Flags. I've always thought like we could maybe do it on breakups too, because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a big thing. Okay, so this is going to be a series with Emily. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for sending in your icks. We loved reading them. Um, And if you recognize any of these red flags and other people, any of these red flags in yourself, and if you get those icks, like, girl, go. Like, get out. I'm telling you. Do you. um, Because you know what? We're not guaranteed another day. You're not. So just, like, live the best life you can live. And why stay in something that's not great? You deserve better. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Of Cheers. Did we finish course. our wine? I finished Kind mine. of. Finish kind yours? of. Yeah, kind of. I need to, like, pack. I haven't done that yet. We gotta go. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to Girl We Gotta Talk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. That way you never miss a new episode. You can also follow Girl We Gotta Talk on Instagram at Girl We Gotta Talk Podcast and on Twitter at GWGT Podcast for live tweeting and all your favorite pop culture updates. If you want to watch full episodes, check out Girl We Gotta Talk on YouTube and find all of your favorite episodes over there. 
If you liked today's episode, head over to Apple Podcasts, hit the five stars or leave a review and let me know what you thought. I seriously love hearing your feedback. It really means the world to me. Thank you guys again so much for listening and talk to you guys next week. Bye.